When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go! Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We're streaming live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! It's a quick turnaround for the Cowboys, man, which means it's a pretty quick turnaround for us. But I can't not do Take Tuesdays with the Bomb Squad. So today, we're going to take a look at my drive of the game, a drive where I thought the Cowboys got a little savvy. They showed some ability to adapt, to do what they had to do to put this thing away. Before that, we'll jump into my Sky Optics view. A few things that I noticed, and that'll lead us into the lab plus in the roundup. Tyler Smith, he mentioned something real quick, real short, real sweet. He mentioned something that uh, I took note of as, as well, and uh, we'll wrap about that a little bit later. And we got a little scare, a small, just a little bit, a small little scare on the practice report uh, with CeeDee Lamb. But I think everything is good to go. So we'll take a look at uh, the practice report as the Cowboys get ready to play in two days, man. This part of this part of the season is always kind of crazy to me because of the quick turnaround. And as Cowboy fans, we're used to it. You know, but it, it it never it never really settles in until till game day. Like, damn, we got to play in three days, and then you play again. You know, a week later. So we're all kind of getting acclimated to that here on this holiday week. Also, you can call into the show uh, uh, if you want to three five one nine 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 three seven eight seven. I'll hit the phone lines after we uh, take a look, jump into the lab, and get into my drive of the game. Let's go, bomb squad. Bomb squad. <laughs> Something happened last night. I don't know what y'all talking about here, man. Chiefs, they play? I don't, I don't know what y'all talking about. Mm. Usually there's a football game on Mondays. I didn't, I didn't happen to see a football game yesterday. I don't know. Maybe I went to sleep too early prepping for today's show. But, you know, if, if there was a football game, I refuse to acknowledge it. Let's get into the roundup, man. One, two, It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. time. It is time for. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Am I petty? Is that petty? Should I should I acknowledge that BS last night? Man, Philly, man. I don't. I don't. I'm 
I'm talking about then. Talking about my Cowboys this morning. Y'all can listen to, to that whole fiasco on the networks. Giving them no time of the day. So who practiced yesterday? It was a walkthrough. Uh, so, look, we got a short turnaround. They're not going to have a whole bunch of padded practices this week. They're not even going to go full in regards to, you know, game plans or whatnot. They, they've, they've already installed most of that. This is mostly going to be walkthrough stuff. Now, they'll pick it up today and tomorrow probably. Uh, but yesterday was shorts, and, and I don't even know if they had helmets on. It was just a walkthrough. So who didn't participate in said walkthrough? Rico Dowdle and J. Ron Curse. Rico had the ankle injury last week. Popped back up on Saturday. Only received like two carries in the first three quarters or something like that. Then in the the fourth quarter, he put together some good runs. So he looked fine to me. But short turnaround, sore ankle. I don't think they want to, you know, push him too much. He'll likely be in rehab for most of this week. Uh, We'll we'll monitor that, though. He didn't practice. J-Ron Curse walked through and he's dealing with a back situation. That is something I definitely want to monitor moving forward. However, he looked like he was in good spirits, but... When I watched the Panthers game, there were certain instances there where I thought, I thought, mm, interesting, J-Ron didn't really fill that lane. He didn't really put his body on the line there. I wonder what was going on. Well, maybe he's dealing with an injury. We'll see what happens as we move forward here. Peyton Hendershot, he participated in full. I wonder if we get a chance to see him this week. Osa Digizua and Kevante Turpin all were full. Yesterday in the, in the walkthrough, Terrence Steele was limited with an ankle injury. Not sure what's up with that. We'll hear more about it. And then the big one, right, was CD Lamb. Uh, we watched that game, and I remember the play. A lot of people have been talking about it in the last couple of days. CD caught a pass. I think it was the penalty. Kevontae Turpin got pushed, and CD kind of fell weird. But I thought he he was upset that he fell and didn't get more yards. So he kind of got up and it looked like he was upset. But I wondered if he also looked hurt. So it was like, I don't know what's going on there. Something looked like it was bothering him. Then when he scored, he kind of was just like, ah, whatever. I don't know if he's upset he's not getting balls or if he's upset he's he's injured. Well, came out yesterday that that Tony or that CD Lamb is dealing with an ankle injury. McCarthy noted it is not high, it is not of high concern. That is his quote yesterday because it's just a walkthrough, but they'll know more as the week progresses. Uh, progresses there so lamb seems to be also in good spirits we do have a short turnaround so that doesn't bode well for for those dealing with something but i'm pretty sure we'll know more about that today as well that's the big one right there i think uh, cd lamb if let's just see where he's at with it i you know i have a feeling he's going to play anyway but uh we don't really want cd hampered in any way he is he's been an all pro style wide receiver for you cowboys nation Speaking of all pro style, Tyler Smith, and we, we'll talk about him here in a second more. I mean, Tyler Smith spoke with the media yesterday and he talked about, you know, getting the offensive line, the full starting five back together and how they're gelling and whatnot, because this is, I believe, the fourth game. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think the fourth game these guys have been together, which is wow. We're in week 10 and, and we haven't even played half the games with the starting unit. So they're starting to gel. Uh, and this is this is Tyler Smith speaking on that in a little bit more. 
Oh, I feel like it's going pretty good. Uh, I feel like the play on the field is speaking pretty well to that. I feel like defense is really hitting on all keys. The offense is starting to get started, especially in that you know that run game that we've been trying to stress you know, over these past couple of weeks. And I just feel like it's going really well right now. I agree. I agree, Tyler. And again, he mentioned something right there. He mentioned stressing the run game the past couple of weeks. And I think we can see some of what they are stressing and how it's been successful. I'm right there with you, Toxic Tom. Toxic said, you know, I enjoy listening to Tyler Smith talk. He sounds like a, a, a very smart young man. And, and I noticed that from the rip. When he got drafted, when he got drafted, I was like, oh, wow. This, this, is, this is clearly a bright young man, but he's a he's an animal on the field. So I, it didn't really take me long to figure out that, okay, this guy is going to have, he's going to get it together. He's going to get it together. But he talked about stressing the run game, and I want to jump right into our my Sky Optics view of, of me watching the film and what I kind of noticed from it, and then that'll take us into the film room. So the Cowboys have been, quote unquote, trying to run all, all year, right? And it hasn't really been that successful but one of the things at least to me that I've seen that has been successful the last few weeks are the zone concept type of runs specifically with Tony Pollard now I know they've tried these things throughout the season and again they've had guys in and out in and out so it hasn't really they haven't really been able to gel in that manner now they're kind of getting these guys going and that was the first thing that that popped out out to me when we're looking at the run game it's the zone concepts, the inside stuff, the some outside stuff, but mostly it's outside tosses or pin pulls, and I'm fine with that. But we've been stressing that here for a while, and this is what, this was the second consecutive week the Cowboys ran TP more out of zone concepts than gap. All year, prior to Sunday, they won eight straight games running more of that power or gap design runs with Tony Pollard, who I just don't, I don't think is built that way. That's that's really not his game. I think you need to let him find green, stick his foot in the ground, and get downhill. Because we talked about this uh, the other day. This guy's not a big back, but just physics. When, when you're six foot, 215 pounds, and you're fast as hell, and you get downhill fast, you will run through arm tackles if you have that head of steam, and there's a hole or a lane to get through. Same thing with... Rico Dowdle, who runs more angry and is more compact. But if you give him room, he can get downhill in a hurry and makes it tough on, on defenders. And if you look at the last two weeks, when we've run more zone concepts with TP, he's forced 10 missed tackles over the last two weeks. That's more missed tackles than he's forced the entire season. And he did it in back-to-back -back weeks. And I think it's because you're allowing him to see it. And if they're blocking it up right, he can get downhill and he can make these guys miss. That's that's what we saw from TP last year, right? Offensive line was a little bit better blocking wise, but still, if you can give him a lane, same with Rico, I think he can be successful for you. Now, once you get to that second level, it is up to, in my opinion, the, the running backs to make these guys miss. And he's done that over the last few weeks. And I think it started back in week, whatever the week was with the, the Eagles, where he was running really hard. Uh, he's running over guys and everything, and I think that is that has followed him the last few weeks. So when I hear Tyler talk about stressing the run game, I think this is the aspect they're stressing. 
And I think it's to set up the play action a little bit better because teams haven't really been getting killed off the play action for the Cowboys this year because the Cowboys just don't really take it serious to run the ball. And when they're doing quote unquote play action, a lot of it is a shotgun. We'll fake stick the ball, uh, you know, right there on, on TP or Rico, pull it out and throw it. That ain't really play action. You know, I, I look at play action. A, you get under center. B, you have some pre-snap action or post-snap motion or, or action where it looks like run for real. And I'm not talking about boot and waggle it with a free defender. Nah, none of that. So they are definitely stressing that. Number two, Tyron and Tyler are an all-pro duo. On Sunday, they combined for two pressures allowed. I saw I saw a stat somewhere where that was the first pressure apparently Tyron has allowed since like week six. So he just keep him away from the star, y'all. Those two, man. And I love seeing it, by the way. Because I remember a couple weeks ago. Let me bring you here. A couple weeks ago, there was a there was a play. I don't know if it was at home. I can't quite remember where it was at. And Tyron, he doesn't really show any type of emotion. But on the on the sideline, Tyron came right over to Tyler. They were talking. He was saying, hey, when I do this or when you see that, I think they were talking about the stunts because early on getting Tyron and Tyler back together, you saw that they just weren't gelling just yet, which happens. They never played with each other on the left side in real games. You are seeing them gel. You are seeing them pass off these stunts with precision. I mean, it looks it's teach tape, right? And. For a few weeks now, I think these guys have been lockstep just right there with each other. That left side, whether it be pass protection, whether it be passing off stunts, whether it be getting to the second level, here's a play we'll look at here later, whether it be duo, whatever it needs to be done on that left side, I'm not worried about them 99% of the time. They had another fantastic game. Um, on the right side, they were more in a fight. There was, there was more of a fight going on over there uh, with Derek Brown, right? He gave Martin some fits with Brian Burns from time to time, some of their stunts or just just those guys are talented and they weren't getting nothing on the other side, so they worked the right side. And for the most part, they they fought. Those. When I say fought, that doesn't mean they played bad or anything like that. They fought. Like, Brown's a good player. Burns is a good player. Those guys had some battles. It is what it is. Um, and I thought they they won some of their battles for sure. I thought Terrence stacked another solid day. After that Philly game, we were just looking for Terrence to just, hey, we just need to see you get back on track, right? Let's stack some good days on top of good days. It was good to see Terrence, you know, moving in the sense of getting out to the second level, getting outside, using his athleticism and letting him gain confidence as a as a, a run blocker that will matriculate down as a pass blocker. I thought it was going to be a tough battle with Brian and Brian Burns. And I thought he handled that battle very well. He won most of those battles, if we're being honest. Uh, there was times, you know, Brian Burns might have pushed him back. He might, But it wasn't too many of those times. He did give up a couple QB hits. But again, we're going from a horrendous day in Philly to what we saw the last two games. Terrence's trajectory is, is moving up. Right? We're seeing it move back up. And that's we need to stack that because we're going to run back into Philly here in a few weeks. And you're going to run into some of these pass rush uh, teams down the stretch. But that left side, I'm not worried about that left side. 
that left side is going to be your strong side. I know last year we used to run a lot on the right. I think we need to flip that and go to the left. Anytime you run, find 73, find 77, you'll get some success. And then finally, the willingness to adjust in key moments. One thing about this stat that we have to give them immense credit for, and, and, and using that term adjust, that word adjust, boy, that's that's something that we were foreign to, it felt like, for a long time in this organization because we were very stubborn, and everybody's stubborn. Every coach is stubborn. Let's just be real. But we would not budge for whatever reason. We would not budge. And they are showing the willingness to adjust not only throughout the season, but they showed it in this game. Now, we've talked a lot about how less static the offense is, the statistics, right? Bunch formations, more. We're doing more empty and damn good in it. Um, more pre-snap stuff, post-snap action. And it's 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 turning into a very productive offense that has some flow to it, right? Now, starting off, the first possessions have been hit or miss. But usually when the Cowboys get into the floater offense, it looks like it has a purpose. But every now and then, a team... They're going to try to take the air out of what the Cowboys do best, and that's air the ball out. Let's just be honest. And I thought Carolina did that. Carolina came out and they said, you know, McCarthy, we're not going to let you just air it out on us. So McCarthy went back to some of his key principles from early in that season. When Dallas had to have it, right, Carolina pulls close. One possession game. Felt like the Cowboys were playing around, trying things out. When Dallas had to have it, when push came to shove, and they needed to push that game back to a double-digit game, which pretty much would have locked it up, they understood what was going on, and they adapted and they acted accordingly. The Panthers, at that point in time, when I say that point in time, I'm talking about the drive of the game, they were getting a little, some pressure, slight pressure, annoying pressure, whatever you want to call it, nothing major. But they also weren't allowing you to attack deep down the middle of the field. So instead of just being stubborn, like we've used to do in the past, I said, okay, we're going to go back to doing what we practiced the first half of the season. And we're going to PCP this thing, play call purpose. We'll beat you with a thousand, a thousand cuts. And we'll score when we get down into the red zone. That's what McCarthy did. McCarthy went back to that PCP method. And I want to touch on that in our drive of the game. Let's hit this lab Cowboys nation. This was right after the Panthers went out there and scored a touchdown, and it felt like, as one of the callers said, okay, little bruh, time for big bruh to get his lick back. So right off the bat, as I, I talked about PCP, play call and purpose, it's a quick game for the Cowboys. When, when you see Carolina playing this soft coverage like this, sometimes you just don't feed into it. You just take the easy stuff. You get the easy buttons here. Quick little, what, seven-yard game? First down, actually. Play call and purpose, right? Quick game. Another one. 18. Tober, right here. Okay, you guys want to play back? Play all that zone? Quick game. One, two, three. We're going to get it out. Two easy plays to get you going, get a first down. Now you put yourself in second and five. I'm sorry, in third and five and third and manageable. Now, here's the play where, again, we're going to set up the action before the action, the PCP. Pre-snap motion, 
ID 8788 stack release, a hook seven on this, this backside here in premium pass protection. We're going to take a look at all this. But coming out, and this is where Dak is, is, is fantastic, right? Pre-snap recognition. And this looks like man coverage across the board. So now we're going to get the pre-snap motion to identify really what they're in. All right, here we go. Pre-snap. Here we go. Pre-snap motion. If these guys bump down or if these guys don't follow, we know they are in zone. And that's exactly what they decide to do. Now, here's what the Panthers were doing a lot in this game. They were showing different type of schemes post-snap. It looks like man pre-snap. Post-snap, Brian Burns is going to drop back here. It's going to be kind of a man on this side, match man, and a cover two look on this side. Burns dropping back, middle linebacker dropping back, the uh, weak side linebacker dropping back, and a slot blitz. So when that happens, Dak recognizes it, and we got a hook seven, meaning a hook here, and we're going to run this kind of post-corner seven route, whatever you want to call it, behind it. What this hook is going to do it's going to bring this linebacker in. It's going to take this cornerback out of his responsibility. And look at all that space right behind him in that honey hole for Dak Prescott to put it on the money to Jake Ferguson. So that's just pre-snap recognition, post-snap recognition, and setting up the Panthers with the quick game. All those quick screens and the hooks that pulled that uh, cornerback in and left that void in the zone defense. Now, this is the pass protection side because, y'all, as much as that looked good from a design side, the pass protection was pristine. Pristine. So, you're going to get an ET stunt. Going to have the end wrap around this defensive uh, lineman here. And watch how Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith pick this up with ease. I mean... Let's just, we're going to go across this entire line, y'all. Just bear with me here. First of all, Tyron Smith setting up the help, reading the defender, knows he's going to loop, and right away, just look how perfect this pass was, number one. Let's run it back a little bit here. Shouts out to Biotis here, because Biotis knows, okay, I got this guy mugging the A-gaps. If he peels back, I got to go find some work right now. Biotis is finding work soon as he sees my man peel back. He peeps the wraparound action. And Tyler Biotis says, okay, I got you, 73. Not only does Tyler Biotis got you. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Take a picture of this right here, man. Look how beautiful this is. I mean, they passed this thing along so well that they got this defensive end trying to get through what is literally a great wall. You're trying to get through 900 pounds of human flesh, and it ain't happening. Terrence still takes care of backside and peep game. Tony Pollard picking up this blitz and he's been, man, he's been so good at this, man. Keep your guy clean. First down big play. I mean, this was just one more time. I mean, screenshot this pocket, y'all just beautiful, beautiful, good stuff there. Great pass protection. PCP's working right back to it. Mind you, the reason why this is flipped, that was the end of the quarter. So now the PC play continues. Quick game. Rate the uh, CD Lamb. And we're going to keep it moving. Now we get this, this light box look. We talked about a lot how the Panthers are going to play a whole lot of zombie. I mean, look at this here. Look, look how far back these safeties are playing. 
And when you get this one, two, three, four, you get a light box like this. I, I don't really care what pass play is called. You need to trust your offensive line, and we're going to run this ball. But here's what's cool. You got 88 in the backfield. This is like second and short here. CD Land for real could play running back. Just let it play real quick and we'll run it back here. <laughs> See? Hey, one, one more time, and then we're going to take a look at some other things. Watch the move CD puts to get this first down. My man is slick, man. My man is slick. Heads up play from 13. So take a look at Tyler Smith right now. We've got a duo, and we need to actually get here, Tyler. We need to get here, but he doesn't. It happens from time to time. It is what it is. But take a look at Michael Gallup and how he recognizes. So Gallup is blocking here, but he takes a peek and he understands, okay, <clears throat> if I can get a little bit of number 49, I can give some leeway for C.D. Lamb to make something happen. Gets a little bit of him. C.D. splits it. I mean, look what he does to Mike. Look what he does to these dudes here, y'all. Watch how they run into each other. First down. <laughs> I ain't going to do that to him, but they, they definitely took each other out the game here. Zone toss, windback, 40 seals, and TP finishes. And this is exactly how you finish a damn drive where you got the PCP going, you're blocking it up well, everything is positive moving forward. I love this windback toss play. They did it a few times in the game. It doesn't always work, but I think it's great to set up because you can do some cool things off of it. Shouts out to Shanahan. Let's let the play run here, and we'll take a look at it from the other side. And this is what I mean by if you give him a lane and he gets downhill, He's not a big guy, but it doesn't matter. I mean, look at, he has a running start. This is why I hate shotgun hand the ball off, because you're not giving these guys a running start. When you give him a running start, he gets downhill in a hurry. The burst is still there for TP. Let's take a look at it from a blocking standpoint. The reason why there's a flag here is because of that. They're trying to get the duo action going. We need to get 63 to the second level. They often do this defense alignment. They'll hold you so you can't do it. But look at this lane. And this is the this is the zone we talk about here. Because if this isn't here, we can still get green out here. We can still get here. Hell, we can even come down this lane. But this is where it's created. Shots out to our guy. Hunter Lipke. Now, again, he's not going to be a guy that's going to put guys on his ass the whole entire play. But just get in the way. Seal it off. And let TP finish that thing. It's a good run, man. Good stuff there. Final look from the backside. Sticks his foot in the ground. Gets downhill in a hurry. And finishes what is our drive of the game. I thought that was built up tremendously. I thought that was called greatly from Mike McCarthy. He understood what was going on. Okay, you're not going to give us anything. We need to have it here. Let's go back into the bag that we became accustomed to early, and it's not a bad thing, right? We never talked about it being a bad thing. We talk about situational football. What is better situational football than understanding you're now allowing us to air the ball out, so we're going to do efficient, we're going to play efficient ball, quick game, and then we're going to set you up for a big play. Off the quick game, then once we get down here in the red zone, we're going to get back to what's been our bread and butter the last two weeks, and that's running out of the zone formation, and Tony Pollard finishes well, it. I feel like it's going pretty good. Uh, the way he's supposed like to.
I think it's going pretty good too, but I don't, I don't need you here. I don't need you. Here. So that's my drive of the game, Cowboys Nation. I thought that was an important drive because it, it essentially put that game away. Um, the, the Panthers scored the previous drive, but man, it took a Sam Williams penalty to get there. It took a bunch of fourth down conversions to get there. Once Dallas scored, I thought it was over. And then what happens the very next play, Deron Bland completely puts the game away. Pick six. See ya. 33 to 10. We'll talk to you on Thursday. We'll talk to you on Thursday. So great drive. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed that drive of the game as much as I did breaking it down and taking a look at it. This is what makes me believe this unit, this offense is just in a zone. I don't, I'm not trying to go back and, 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 and crap on previous regime or whatnot, but it's stuff like that that is, that is more important to me than trying to put up all these fancy numbers. It's understanding, okay, this isn't going to be one of those games. It's understanding, yes, do I want to drop back seven-step drop and just send guys down a field? Cool, con- It's not happening. They're not allowing us to do that. So let's get back into what is efficient, what works here, and go put this thing away. That's how you do it. You know, that's how you do it. So obviously, I need to carry that over moving forward into Washington and in Seattle, et cetera, et cetera. But that was a, a good thing to see because the Cowboys really haven't been put in that situation, right? Over the last few weeks, you've just been just whooping, just whooping teams. Or at least the previous week, let's say that. The previous week, you just whooped the team. So you, you weren't able to put yourself in that situation to where, okay, this is an important, important drive later in the game that we need. That was an important one. That was an important one. All right, let's jump into the phone lines, and uh, we got Miss Princess on the horn. She's been on the horn for a grip, so let's uh, get her in here. What's up, What's up, uh, Princess? Good morning, Sky. How are you? I am good. Good morning. What's on your mind? Uh, I want to first wish you and the fam happy early Thanksgiving, in case I don't talk to you again prior to that. Thank you. A um, couple of things and uh, a question, and then I'll get off the line and let somebody else talk. Uh, first of all, when I be giving you a hard time and saying lace front, I'm giving you props on your haircut because it's always straight. The line's always good and everything. So your haircut's always straight. Got to take care I, of it. I say lace front. Okay. And second of all, I want to give you your props and thank you uh, for um, your film that you do, your film study that you do. Uh, as a Cowboy fan, we're a very passionate bunch, as, bunch, as you always, already know. But you taught me to watch football in a more, with a different eye. Uh, a more um, more cautious eye, a more patient eye, and um, I want to thank you for that because you know, as a passionate Cowboy fan, I'm always looking for the, the the home run. But there's 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 things that you need to get through to get to that home run. So thank you for that, and stop lying and saying that you're not a damn film guru because you are. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> just want to give you props on that. Well, and uh, one last. I just want to kind of go back to what you talked about on the run, on, on our run game, uh, and watching film more and, and looking at it with a different eye now. Would you say that, um, because I'm thinking like the second level of our blocking when we're running the ball, the, the, the hole kind of closes up really fast. So I want to ask you, do you attribute that to uh, our, our offensive linemen, or do you attribute it to defensive linemen or defensive guys are just faster now? Because it just seems like we used to have that where we have that burst from the first level to the second level, and now the second level just closes up on that. So is that scheme? Is that players are faster? Or what is your opinion on that? And I'll hang up and have a happy Thanksgiving. Great question. Go Cowboys. Indeed. Appreciate the call. Great question right there. It's a good question. And and if, you, if you've noticed some of the things we've talked about, 
over the course of the season, to be honest. I mean, it really hasn't been consistent at the second level all year. It's getting to the second level. We actually, I think, featured that last week. Uh, really, Tyler, and, and if we go look at the Lamb run, Tyler Smith was the only one that was really getting to the second level consistently and displacing guys. We just haven't been able to, to, to reach these guys on a consistent basis. So if you see a second-level defender maybe making the tackle or, or closing the lane or what have you, that's because we're just not getting there consistently and, and sealing these guys off. Now, now when we do some zone stuff and we get Tyron Smith taking that step and getting up and sealing and reaching, Tyron can do that with the best of them. Um, they're not really asking Tyron to get to that's that's usually for the center and the guards to get to that second level when we're doing those duos uh from time to time you'll see terrence asked to do that what they're telling tyron to do hey big fella we want you to seal or we want you to get out wide and if you see 77 running those cornerbacks see you can't cut these linemen anymore they don't want nothing to do with tyron smith so i think the reason why we don't see that second level success like we used to see in years past is because we're just not getting to the second level and sealing off at a, at a high rate now lately we've, we've been a bit better with it getting in the way and, and doing things but uh i think personally it's because not only is this helping out your running backs i i think this zone concept helps your linemen uh, i do think you have athletic enough i know they're banged up but athletic enough and smart enough linemen to do that but we saw a lot in that in that eagles game where we just couldn't get there and next thing you know, somebody's pushing TP out for a five-yard game instead of maybe a 10-yard game or more. But that's my answer. I just think we're not getting to the second level, displacing at the second level at a consistent basis. And honestly, it could be because we're learning. They're learning a new technique blocking. Mike Solari is different. Um, it could be because we're doing a whole, whole lot more gap things and zone things in the previous years. It was flipped. Could be because there's a new scheme in town with Jeff Blasco, and he's just getting back, right? Like, Jeff Blasco uh, was out for most of the year. Uh, I believe it was when he returned, y'all. Rams? So, you know, he's still getting back acclimated to things. So you could probably pit in on a lot. But I think we just aren't having success individually at the second level. And if you don't have that success, it's hard to rip off those 50-yard runs. It just is. I see y'all in the chat still talking about the game yesterday. I, I refuse. I refuse. Worry about yourself. That's a meme, but worry, worry about yourself. I said that to the to the fan that called the other day. You know, I was like, oh, well, the Eagles might do this and they might do that. Hey, man, we've lost all privilege to worry about what they might, may or may not do because you lost to them. So you have to worry about yourself. Thursday, next Thursday, then you got them, right? Just take care of business, man. Things will be what they're meant to be. If if Dallas doesn't win the division, then they need to make sure they secure the fifth wild card spot or the first wild card spot, which is the fifth seat. That becomes the most important thing now if they can't secure the division. Because that team will play Atlanta, New Orleans, ain't gonna be Carolina, Tampa. That that that's that's the one you want to get, and I'll leave it at that. Oh, brother L, you know what? You're right. 
I, I think you're right. There was a, there was a basketball game on yesterday. My bad, y'all. If y'all want to talk ball, you can. You know, you can call into the show. We can talk some basketball. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Princess says she need a home game. She got to take care of our business, man. It, the, the chips will fall where they may. Like, if, if it falls to that, there it is. Also, you know, also, if you get the fifth seed and there happens to be an upset, you have the fast track to a home game if there is an upset that, that is out of your control, right? But if you fall down to six and seven, you, you won't see a home game. So just do what you got to do, man. <laughs> AJ, I love a good dad joke. Mike Solari, more like Mike, so sorry. <laughs> oh, man, that's wild. Let's wrap to Kevin real quick, man. Good morning, Kevin. How you doing? What's going on, Scott? How you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I just called in to just say how, how like, um, promising the Cowboys look to me. Um, I feel like they're just getting in their groove, man, and they got a lot more to go. You see how the running game is looking now? The running game is starting to look better. It seems like they're starting to understand it. And like you said, um, the line coach, I, I don't re- remember who was the person you said that he was, just came back during the Rams. Like, I was just listening. Um, run game coordinator. So it, he, he's our uh, running backs coach slash run game okay. coordinator. He was gotcha, out. Gotcha. Yeah, he was out for a while. Yeah, it looks like he's starting to understand, one, the players that we have, of course, mm-hmm. and two, how it's going to work in the system. And I feel like hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood and all that, that once the playoffs get here, which I do feel like we making playoffs, that we're going to be locked in and ready. And one game that I am looking for is the Eagles game. So that's pretty much it. I ain't trying to, you know, hold you up too long. But I do like what we got going on, and I'm not scared of nobody, like, at all. Maybe maybe the Niners a little bit just because of how bad that game was. But other than that, I ain't really worried about nobody. Yeah, and I think we can get at them, too, if we play our game. I don't think we play to our strengths in that game. Uh, but, but look, the Niners is one of those teams where we just got to – just got to shut up until we see him because <laughs> you lose to him three times in a row in the manner you do. It's like, all right, we, we, we see y'all again. We see y'all again. Where it comes to Philly, man, let's be real, bro. We had we, we should have beat them. Man, just just flat out. Should have beat them. You, you shot yourselves in the foot. Not, not I hate to use the word scared, but I, I go into any matchup with Philly anywhere. I don't care where it's at with the utmost confidence because I know we can beat them. We've beat them last year on defense. Uh, should have won this year. I, I feel confident against that team. Whatever they won last uh, night, you know, good for them. But we'll see them again. Absolutely, man. Thank you, and keep doing what you're doing, man. I love watching and seeing how your progression is from, from like, years ago to now. Thank you, Kev. It, it's definitely definitely different from years ago, that's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, brother. Yeah, San Fran, the only one where it's like, I can't really say nothing. All I can say is, if we play our game, I feel like we can get at them. But then I can't say anything else. Three times in a row, twice in the play, 42-10. I'm not going to be one of them. But that team in PA can't say nothing to me right now. You're 9-1. Congratulations. See you again. We will see you again. Magic City. Good to hear from you, man. How you doing? What up, Steve? How you doing? 
Good man. What's on your mind? I know it's a lot on your mind, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let the floor be yours. <laughs> you right. I like how we uh looking. We gonna be all right because uh that game. You see that game last night? Game? Okay. I right, I stopped playing with the bit. Yes, I saw the game. And 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 it was annoying, but yeah, I saw it. Oh my god. I told my friend, I said, boy, I looked at him, I said, well, y'all luckiest team. They just keep I finding a way, bro. They just keep finding a way. At, the, at some point, you know what I hope it is? And my bad for hijacking your call. You know, the, the sinister <laughs> in me, and this ain't really a sinister because at the end of the day, Marv, you know what it is, Philly. I hope they just yep. keep on winning these little skin of their teeth, except against the Cowboys in a couple weeks. Just the skin of their teeth. Just, just happen to get by, and they build this false hope of, hey, we're winning all these one possession games, and they get to the playoffs, and they lose that one possession game because they can't. I, I hope that's what happens because that's it'll, it'll just rip their heart right on out. But, but go ahead. That's what the, uh, my friend said, but Philly, he said, he said, Mars, I'm nervous. He said, you're right. We gonna, we gonna. He's never going to lose in the playoffs. <laughs> that's that's right. At some point, fam, it, that other shoe going to drop you. You look. I'm not saying you got to blow everybody out. That was a tough game. That's against defending Super Bowl champs. I, I didn't expect you to, for that to happen. But this is kind of a reoccurring theme. I, I I don't recall comfortable win they've had all year, basically. So, all right, man. Look, the Redskins first game, Adam, man, foot out of bounds. Second game against the Washington. 17 used to catch all the passes. He dropped the pass for the first down. They about to score again. <laughs> Miami, three linemen missing. All their DBs missing. And they dropped two touchdown bumps. One by 14. Then last night, a bomb. This dude dropped a bomb. Yeah, MVS. So, like, oh, like if I'm Marv, if I'm somebody in that locker, if I'm the higher ups in that locker room, man. Like, do y'all think Jimmy Johnson would have snapped on dude? Like, I, I wasn't outside to know the specifics of Jimmy, but. He'd have been fired. Okay, he'd that's, been that's, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, he'd have been cut. He'd have been cut. Because they say you always drop a. Don't you drop five to. Six. Again, your boy thinks he got he six drops. Six. I know. Yeah, he got then six. The, interception in the end zone. He was, if you'd have led him a little bit more, touchdown. Then, number uh, the, the tight end, Kelsey, thinking of a girlfriend. His girlfriend wanted to go. Oh, game. yeah, yeah. He oh, sold, too. God. He sold, too. He, he sold, too. I'm like, yeah. and then, uh, uh, and then, the, oh, man, that was a beautiful. <laughs> that was, man, he put it on, man, he put it on the money. So, so when he dropped back and he threw it, I'm like, did he about to throw it in the zone? Because they were playing a lot of zone. And I'm like, oh, he's wide open. It's a game. Drop. Five yards. They are not good. And you can tell how to do. They was talking. And then they did what they say. They got in their mind. The quarterback said, y'all, he said, you know, yeah, you know, we just got to, we ain't playing our best yet. You know, he could say, I said, oh, it's on their mind. Powerball fans, it's on their mind. Yeah, they you're right. Trouble, y'all. You're right, Marvin. It is on, on their mind. I, and and look. These they can say we ain't playing our best yet, et cetera, et cetera. We we in week twelve. Let's be completely honest. 
you have you have put together enough habits, good or bad, to know, okay, there's a good portion of who you are. Is there another level that teams can hit post-Thanksgiving? <clears throat> sure. But I think from everything we've seen with that team, they are who they are. This is who they, they are, are going to be. I don't, I don't see any type of schematics changing for them. They're not adding anybody. They are who they are. And they're winning. Good for them. They're 9-1. They're figuring out how to win. But, boy, you, can, you, can you sustain that for – Three or four games in the playoffs. We'll see. We're gonna find hey, out. Hey, and hey, and I'm glad all the the, the haters and all everybody kissing their butt, saying they the best. I can't wait to see they feel. You know, all the all the uh, ESP and all them. I said a lot. They go all over. I was stupid and stupid. Hey, whoever on here, and I know some Philly fans on here. Whoever betting on Philly. Y'all about to lose y'all damn money, boy. You Ooh. about to lose your job. And Scott, you got to remember, we was like that too, remember? When we had a chance to go to the Super Bowl, uh, we was 13-3, and three, and we lost to the Giants. We beat the Giants twice. Man, 07. <laughs> I was like, when we dropped the balls, we had them. Then well, we gave them a touchdown in the last minute before halftime, 14-14. It's the Cowboys. I game. knew I was in trouble. I was like, oh, we going to lose. I looked at my friend. I said, we should have blown them out. We kept them close. They're going to knock up and beat us. And they loved up and beat us. Yeah, hey, Philadelphia fan, and I'm going to tell you something. Number 14 for Buffalo. And that Buffalo over the line block. He about to have two hundred yards on them. Oh my God! Oh, uh, digs, yeah. Digs next week, next on Sunday, but I have two hundred yards on Philly. Oh, oh my! They got they got their worst secondary, y'all. Oh, that'd have been Cook or Diggs. That'd have been touchdown. And like you said, we had a chance to beat them the first game. Everything went their way. We, you know, they tackle our man before he caught the ball. That's supposed to be a penalty. We, that didn't look where he was going. Stepped out of bounds, helped him. And then we, on the 27, we should have scored that six minutes, six seconds. I mean, uh, at the six, 27 seconds left. And they was quiet. And then 73, that really wasn't a fun stuff because we doing what they did. They wouldn't have caught it on Philly. He, they caught it on us. And then 78 wasn't playing his best game. If 78 would have hooked, if 78 would have stood up in that game, that would have scored 40 points on them again. But I put some money. When we played them in Dallas, a 40 burger. Why should it be 40 burger? Yeah, because yeah. I'm telling you, everybody, I don't want 89 back. No. My, my, uh, one of my friends said 17 showing off in practice. Right. That's what he wants. That's what they're going to bring up, y'all. Who? There's two people I want them to bring up. Steve. Oh, you mean Marv? M- M- Marvin uh, Bryant? Bryant? Yeah, yeah, six four 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 yeah. three. Got yeah. hops to put them with digs and all that. They're going to get torched to hell. That's going to actually 40 on them. And then, if, I, if they do this, because I like defense, and I think they go, they need to set one of them young DNs down on the special team. One of we and the other guy. One of them, put them on them. But play, play like they need her. We ain't that big ass 340, 6'5", 340 from New England who we just picked up. 
Put him in there. Carl with Davis. Yes, Green Carl Davis. Uh, uh, ninety-five and Mozzie in that middle. And, middle. and them linebackers for the eat, and that's going to help your safety because they ain't got to worry about the run no more. They just go worry about the pass and watch what happens. If they do that, if the Cowboys do that, them two moves, Cowboys fans, y'all going to be smoking a cigar. Watch what I did. Ain't no running on it no more. Because that big boy, I watched the highlight. I said, damn, this big boy, that big boy can move. I'm saying, man, that's a Dallas. Just put him in the middle with Hampton, with, 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 with Big, big Hankins. And big Hankins. Yeah. In 97, and take one of them young DNs off because you know we got 54, 96, 92. You know, we got enough 99. 99 don't need to play the middle. No, no, I don't want 99. Put him on the edge, bring that in, that big ball up. This defense is going to be solid. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Billy, I already met my friend. I told him, I'm going to go with you. Y'all, your mother finna get beat. We finna slam, y'all. Y'all in trouble, brother. He he looked at too. Yeah, you know. I said, yeah, you kind of quiet over here. We ain't said your team ain't that good, bro. Your team ain't that good, bro. They should have scored. They should have scored thirty last night. Yeah, man. That was a blow. That was a blowout. That was a blowout. That tight end pissed me off. All right, Roddy. Oh, I mean, all right, all right, Marv. I, I appreciate you calling in, man. We got a couple more calls I want to get to, brother. But all right, you want man. something, man? Yes. You want something? Salute. Salute. <laughs> all right. Marv, think we bring it up. Marv, think we bring it up, Martavis? Hey, look. I, I, honestly, like we talked about, man. Your strength is your perimeter and your quarterback. The more the merrier. If he ready, he ready. Whenever he ready, let's go. I was trying my hardest to get Ronnie pulled up, but I couldn't do it. So yeah, it's the best I could get. If you haven't seen the shy, you can't tell me that ain't Marv. I saw one picture of Marv, and he reminded me of, of, of Ronnie. But then you listen to him, he 100% is Ronnie. You can't fool me, Ronnie. Appreciate you, Marv. Uh, let's get uh, Nacho and then Splendor. What's good, Nacho? Hey, Scott, how you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? Hey, blessings. It's been a minute, huh? Been a minute. Uh, happy Thanksgiving week. Uh, happy holidays, man. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. Or is it, is it happy Thanksgiving this week, and the next month is happy holidays, right? That's how it goes. Uh, absolutely, right? Absolute, absolute. Hey, listen, um, yeah, I've been listening, you know, along the way. You know, it's uh, um, I'm with you on, on, you know, on the way we're playing, you know, at this stage of the game, whether whether the critics are still doing what they do and saying, you know, we haven't played anybody, we're this, we're that. At the end of the day, we're winning football games. We're coming around uh, that fifth seed at this point. That's what it's looking like, uh, right? That you made, yeah, absolutely. Just because of last night, you know, I was hoping the Chiefs were going were, were gonna to pull it out, and, and, you know, it didn't happen. So that makes it a little bit more of a stretch, but uh, – you know, Philadelphia's got some. It's got some uh, some tough games ahead as well. So they might lose one or two maybe along the way. So, and then you got San Francisco. I believe, if I'm correct, did they lose their starting safety, Fonga? Yeah, yeah, he lost for the season. We're, we're getting through the glitch. And, we're getting through the glitch, y'all. Hold tight. Right. Here we go. Right. 
right? And 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 uh, so I think I think as we go to the home stretch and we get to Thanksgiving, and then how usually after Thanksgiving that's when you know that December football and everything starts piling up. Yeah. We're looking at what are the teams that are going to be right, Sky? What are the teams that are are gonna are gonna be like? For example, you don't want you know uh, uh, teams to lose key players, but I'm sorry, but it makes a factor, you know. Oh, 100 percent. Right you know, with, it, right? With, it's going to be about a few things. Who, who's healthy at the end of, yeah. of, of the season, and who's playing well going into the postseason? Because it's it's really hard to just turn it on for three consecutive games. I do think you need to be hitting a stride. I think uh, Pat talked about Patrick, uh, Patrick, Pat Mahomes talked about that uh, yesterday, how we want to be playing our best ball at the end of the season. And, and McCarthy talks about that as well. That's something we've mentioned a bunch on this show because we weren't playing our best ball in previous years. So, yeah, and then health plays into that. We've, we've been there before a few times where we weren't always as healthy. But, you know, we were healthy a few times the last few years. This year, I, so far, so good, knock on wood. But we got a long way to go. Well, Sky, with with Deron Bland playing, you know, uh, he's an alumni here from uh, – Fresno State, you know, I graduated from Fresno State as well. He's on the second year. Wow. Just a great, 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 great young-looking player we drafted in the later rounds. Um, obviously, he's he's been able to showcase his ability, you know. Uh, but, you know, just imagine, you know, the, the having Diggs on the outside, having Bland play that slot, and then having Gilly on the outside, how much more dynamic our defense secondary would be. Now, with that point that I'm trying to make, um, you have was it the, is it is it the, the okay the Eagles the 49ers let's say even the the, the Detroit Lions yeah uh, as the teams up there you know if we look at at what is their area of weakness or the or the area that we can or, or teams can attack I guess or take advantage of if we can beat a team it's their secondary. Who are you talking about? We're talking about about the teams, you know, in the NFC, the contenders at this point, you know, obviously Philadelphia, San Francisco. So not one specific team. You talking about all of them? Yeah, we, okay. just in general. Just in general, I, I guess the point that that I'm trying to make is when you start, um, as we were talking about uh, right now, in terms of the health, the injury injuries, and so on, and what Pat Mahomes was saying. Um, what I'm trying to say is, is as we get into the home stretch, little things like, for example, uh, uh, San Francisco losing Tafanga, one of their safeties, that's going to be a key factor. Their secondary that is already uh, um, suspect um, an area of weakness, yeah. right? Um, so, I, I just feel like this team. Let me ask you this last question: Do you feel like the Dallas Cowboys, um, obviously, with 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 what we're doing, and then? you know, really get, getting the big games here ahead of us. Do you feel like this team is starting to show you, Guy, that 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 it, it is it is getting better at situational football that we've talked about? It is the offense is starting to be more tailored to allowing Dak Prescott to be Dak Prescott and use his ability to the best uh, as we move forward. Um, do you see this? Team doing that and playing good football in December. Got to get there, man. Got to get there. I think they're 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 on their way. I'm no I'm no 
clairvoyant or, or whatever the word is. I'm no, no sure. psychic, but but I cannot fake the funk here. We 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 got to beat these top opponents before I, I make any Thank grandstanding type of statement here. I think we have the ability. I think we have the scheme. I think we have the coaching. Now we just got to put it together. You know, you go out here and you beat, you know, a couple of these these tough opponents over the next month and a half. Then yeah, once you get towards you know week. 14, 15, 16, 17 or whatever. Yeah, I think we can we can we can say some things, but right now, I I just we we just have to beat those opponents. We have all the ingredients to do so. Now it's just about going out there and doing it, man. I do think this team is is a little better in situational football than previous years. I, I do think obviously they opened up the offense for Dak and he's he's playing like an all pro. He's playing like a pro bowler, right? As Star talked about last uh, yesterday. He's playing the top of his game. Best football he's played in his career. Now it's just about putting it all together and finishing against those good opponents. And I, I can't I can't fake it. I can't fake it because we've had two opportunities to do it against those type of opponents and we haven't done it. So uh finish. Even if you just do it one time against one of those opponents, I think that will that will ease a lot of Cowboys Nation's uh minds on the ability to do so. Cause if we're being honest. There's just no way you can say for sure we're going to just run the table here because we haven't shown to be able to do that consistently against those opponents. So go do that first, Nacho, and then we can have that conversation about uh, January. I'm 1,000% behind you, and I'll leave you with this thought. Somebody asked me and said, okay, how do you feel about the Dallas Cowboys, you know, in, you know, as you've been to the home stretch? Let, let's just say as, we, as you look ahead, I said, I, said I, I still need to see that this football team, uh, to your point, I still need to see them beat the Eagles, beat a, a Bills team, beat a Miami team, as right. we go down the stretch and win those games and then put yourself in a position to to really play in the playoffs, which we haven't, which we've been inconsistent and haven't had success. So until we can do that is when you can start really getting right behind your team. But at the end, but, as we're going, it's looking really good. It's looking promising. I'm liking what McCarthy, what the offense and everything, and the defense. So it's going to be a great run, and it's exciting. And uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, and and be blessed, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate the call. You as well. Uh, let me let me do this real quick. One second. Boom, boom. All right, got two more. Here we go. Uh, Splenda, what's wrong? One. There we go. What's good, Splenda? What's up, William? Good morning. Cowboys Nation. That bold statement. I don't know if it's going to be true. It happened last year, but uh, you think Martavis is coming out for the Eagles game? Put him up, and they don't. Say again. You kind of went in and out there, bro. My bad. He switched my Bluetooth on my truck. You know, the, the Bills don't pay themselves. But uh, <laughs> now I was calling because uh, you think it's going to be a, a little prediction like last year. That uh, receivers gonna come out and uh, shut up uh, pretty much the Eagles with oh, no film, like how T did last year. So you think like a T Y Hilton type situation with like, Martavis? Like, yes, sir. With, with Martavis? Uh, oh hell yeah! Let me see. What were we at? We, we got two more anything games. Anything to shut the Eagles up? Anything? Yeah. I, that's what I see it as. I mean, if 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 Martavis Bryant gets any tick over the next two weeks. Then there might be something to him playing against Philly, but but until you know they call him up, I just I I can't really say with confidence. Oh yeah, Martavis Bryant's going to be out there against Philly. I I don't see that right now. 
Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, I think I hope somebody asks Coach about his progression after Thanksgiving because this week is tough because, you you know, you got three days. He's not going to be ready to turn around. He's going to been here for a week. But by the time you get to that Seattle game, if, if he's progressing enough, I would I would be very interested to see if they decide to call him up because, look, we, we love the few plays that we're seeing from uh, Jalen Brooks. But we know that there's a level that Martavis Bryant showed in the National Football League that, you know, he can reach. So if if he shows something, I wouldn't mind, you know, bringing him out there, throwing the ball once just to get his feet wet and see what happens. But we have to we have to see him out there first, I think. Yeah, that's the thing, too, I was, I was skeptical about. I know we want to see him, but I'd rather hide him for the Eagles game and just have, have him no film on them and just pretty much shut him up if he's something, you know. But that's to be determined. Sure. Yeah, Guys, I mean. Cowboys yeah. Nation, I'm, I was going to say just happy Thanksgiving and hope you all have a happy holidays, brother. I got to get back to work, so you have a good right, one. You as well, brother. Peace. Yeah, I don't mind the element of surprise. Uh, just... Again, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Jake Ferguson, Tony Pollard. Those are your core four. Then you go Michael Gallup's and the Tolberts and the, uh, if you want to put Turpins of the world, then Martavis Bryant. So it's like, man, it's so much to me for him to get through before I'm like, hey, this is a secret weapon. Remember the one caller? This is this, what do you call it? This is the game changer. I, I mean, you're, You've got the pieces, man. You've got the pieces now. I'm just I'm just on a wait and see approach. I, I I think I get it. We're fans. We're excited. We got a guy who ten years ago was a beast, but <laughs> let's see it first before I go. Martavis Bryant game changer. Martavis Bryant secret weapon. Yeah, I don't know about that just yet, man. Not yet. Get out there, you know, make a catch, and then we'll see. But he's got a long way to go, man. Two one four. What's up? Hello? What's up, 214? You're live. Oh, hey, what's up, man? man I made it to the last caller. Made it to the hey, last um, caller. Hey, uh, I think what you were saying was a great segue into what I'm about to ask you here. Um, I, I just Kirby. tuned in later, so I'm not sure if you guys talked about it already. But, you know, Mike McCarthy, he's been rolling out this offense in phases, and I'm really hoping to God that his last phase is going to add a screen game because just like you said, we have the pieces. We got CeeDee Lamb. We got Cooks. We got Turpin. We got Pollard. If we could set these guys up in screens, you know, where it's the West Coast, you know, short pass is like a short handoff, and let these guys really get open, I, I really think that's going to add a whole other dynamic to this offense. And I think history-wise, you know, McCarthy and Schottenheimer, both would have been heavy screens, but we've barely seen it. I think they ran one yesterday, and it was okay, but I think they're waiting to really perfect that and roll that out as their last phase. Actually, I'm hoping that's going to be it. You know, what's your name, brother? Uh, Charlie. You know Charlie? They rolled out the screen game early in the season, and it was really good. It was really good. I was getting excited. I said, damn it, we a screen team now. And then out of nowhere, for whatever reason, they just stopped it. They just stopped running screens. They, they, they would do it at an odd time, like, like against, against the Niners, for example. Like we rolled out this whole weird game plan, and then we waited until the score was like 35 to 10 to run a screen. And it worked, but you waited too long. So, you know, yeah. I would like to see them kind of get that going. They, they did not run it well on Sunday. I will say that. They had, yeah, I think, two that, that, or three opportunities, one to Tony, uh, one a tight end screen, and it just, just wasn't blocked up well. That looked like the old Cowboys running the screen. So, yeah, that, that that's one thing i like to see them get back going. 
Another phase, if, if I may add to one of your phases I'd like to see roll out, is uh, Hunter Lipke. Not, not saying he needs to be a major part of the offense, but you know, I, I've noticed back in the day with, with John Kuhn and them, he would run some play action stuff, and John Kuhn would have like 15 receptions throughout the season, right? And 15 doesn't sound like a lot before fullback. You're talking about maybe one or two receptions every other game. Element of surprise, right? Play action, Hunter Lipke leaks, and he gets you seven to ten yards, and we're moving the chains. Or maybe get to the red zone, and we're, and we're handing it off to Hunter Lipke as the up back. So maybe that's something I think is developing because Hunter has been more involved as a blocker. So. Yeah, I think you saw seeds of that in that last Jake Ferguson touchdown where Hunter Lipke leaked out, and the guy decided to go with him instead of Jake Ferguson, and Jake Ferguson was wide open, so Dak hit him with that touchdown. Um, you know, and as you've alluded to before, you know, Mike McCarthy likes to keep things in his back pocket. So, yeah, maybe he could be rolling out that out for the playoffs. And, like, you know, with the screens, I was thinking, you know, they're really starting to master the seven-step drop where, like, that goes back and launches it deep. So maybe they were really waiting to add that phase in before they roll out the whole complete uh, screen, you know, game, you know, off of all those, you know, the three-step drop, the five-step drop, and now the seven-step drop. I'm just really hoping. Like, you can tell, like, I'm really keeping my fingers yeah, crossed for that. I, look, but the yeah. easy, easy button screens are important, man. They're very important. I think we, we've tapped into it a little bit more this year than previous seasons. Uh, one of my favorite ones is – it's it's not even really a, a screen in the sense of using your offensive lineman, but it's kind of that three, three read, three step drop, one, two, three. We're looking at the slant on a weak side, then we're looking at the hook route with the tight end, and we got Hunter Lipke as a lead blocker, so technically it is a screen, and Rico or TP or whomever it is behind that. So you're not, now you got a lead blocker, Hunter Lipke, and you dump it off to, to uh, Rico or TP. It's not a traditional screen, but I love that screen because it gives you three options and then. Last resort is potential big play. So I like to see them bring that back because you can build off of that too. So Yeah, we got the players for it. Yeah. And that's all I really have to say, man. Like I'm just really hoping for that. Cause like I said, we got the people for it. Just imagine Cooks on a screen, Lamb on a screen. That's Kirk the one the right there, uh Chris, right? Is it Chris? Uh Charlie. Char Charlie, I know it was a C. That's what I that's what I want to see. Do I still got my let me see if I still got this uh highlight up here. Getting Cooks involved in the screen to me is kind of that last piece. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then, like, even for physical stuff, man, you could even get, you know, Ferguson, and you know, a tight end screen, get him in there, let him, you know, pound out, like, maybe seven yards, but, like, you know, painful yards for the defense. But I appreciate your time, Scott, man. It's always an honor to talk to you, man. Oh, I can't man. believe I'm talking to you. It's my second time. It's awesome. <laughs> no, man. It's an honor to talk to y'all and, and just talk ball. That's what I love to do with y'all. So, appreciate that, oh, yeah. man. Take care, man. Yep. Have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, I go back. I want y'all. We gonna we gonna watch this a few times. This is the one I'm kind of waiting to see. You know, Cook's got a different gear, dog. Like he got a different gear. I had a feeling though in, in this Carolina game. Shouts out to my bro, uh, Foots. He was just texting me. He's talking about you know what the Panthers ran out there, and and, and that's one of the things the last couple of days we've been talking about giving them a hat tip, right? giving them respect for what they were able to do uh, pass defense-wise. Playing them, you see why they are ranked where they quote-unquote are ranked. they just not letting you go deep, right? And they disguise it well on the back end, and we showed the one play where they disguised it well, but the Cowboys had an answer for it. I thought that play was, to me, that was the best play of the day. I know it didn't result in a touchdown. I know it wasn't the highlight run play, but that was the best play of the day because, to me, it showed that when we need to tap into certain beaters, we got it. We got it to do it. We for what? Not gonna say for whatever reason. 
I think the Cowboys on Sunday were like, look, let's pace ourselves. They were trying to go deep. If you if you remember early in that game and, and even the third, they're trying to hit CD deep. They're trying. They were trying all these things deep. But when they needed to get going, you hit you hit them with the the hezzy and, and you got Cooks going up on the wheel, the fake screen. You hit them with the PCP short game, short game, fake the short game, hook seven route, boom, right when you needed it. They dialed up the plays to beat those beaters. But I don't think they wanted to roll out everything. Because Thursday, they have the, the the Washington football people. And I think they felt like, much like earlier in the season, we can beat this, this team with XYZ. We don't need A, with ABC, we don't need XYZ. And again, I have no problem with that when you're playing these type of opponents. And you need, but when you need to put it away, you go back into your bag. When you're playing these high-caliber opponents or better opponents, that's where I got a problem with keeping things in the tuck, et cetera. Now, you do what you, you got to do to win the ball game, not play with your food. You know what I mean? Uh, the group says, if fans can see the running back screen issues, why not the Cowboys and coaches? I don't know the group. Uh, I don't know why it, it it tailed off, but I did. I, I was a fan of y'all know I was a fan of how they were running these screens early. They were successful, highly successful. Um, the Rams had a shot. The Rams game. If if Dak would have went the opposite way, he went. I think he went on Ferguson side. There's a two way screen. He goes Ferguson side. Ferguson gets a first, whatever. But he had. I think he might have had a touchdown if he went the other side. Screen set up for TP. So I think they're they're there. We just got to see one hit. Just got to see one hit. The last one that hit for a touchdown uh, was uh, week three against the Cardinals. It's against the Cardinals. All right, let's get to some of these super chats. Nice smooth show today. Shouts out to my guy Marcus Hardison in the building. He said, I thought Sky was off. No, sir. No, sir. Full week for me except Friday. Uh, tomorrow... I think we're going. I think I'm gonna hit up a Koya. We're gonna we're gonna break down both sides, not go in depth film wise, but uh, we'll talk about this Washington matchup, both sides. If not a Koya, probably Pat. We'll see what happens here. But tomorrow we're gonna fully break down this matchup. Thursday I'm back here for uh, the game day lives, pre post halftime, all that stuff, and then Friday I am off to enjoy the holiday. So full week for your boy. We worked and worked. All right, let's go. Got a couple of them. Got a couple. Oh, shouts out to B-Bird. Super chat. Appreciate you, OG. Drop five. He said, do you still think we have a legit chance to win the East? I'm just trying to figure out when we should start rooting for the Lions to get the number one seed. <laughs> that is interesting take, too. Hey, B-Bird, I wasn't even thinking about that, right? Because my, my mental lately has just been, hey, man, we got to take care of our business. We got to do what we got to do. And we got these guys again. We'll see where we're at when we got them. Do we think? Do we have a legit chance? Still, what seven games left? Yeah, we got a chance. The fat lady has not sung yet. Fat lady has not sung yet. So yeah, we got a chance. Uh, unfortunately, because you you lost to them and you lost to the Cardinals, you're relying on other teams to help you out. You've lost the privilege of, of controlling your own destiny to date. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's not over yet. 
soon, though. I think we are going to start thinking about that in regards to the Lions being number one seed. Uh, that means Philly won't have home game. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Bird. I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna start thinking about that. And the Cowboys play the Lions though, so and we play them late, so we got to be careful, right? We don't wipe them 304s. Super chat. Appreciate you. Chris Drop Five. It said, "Trust the process with Philly. All building up to disappointment they'll face later on." I'm just saying, Chris. Look, it is it is something to say that you can fight through games that aren't going your way and pull them out and win. It is saying something you can fight through games and win possessions and you win. Somebody brought it up early. The 2020 Steelers, they won like 11 games that way. Last year, the Vikings won like 12 games that way. Got to the playoffs and they couldn't do it again. Now, this is a different team. This is a team that's been to the Super Bowl, so they 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 have that experience to lean on. They've got a lot of veteran leadership. They, they're a very simple team, so it's not like there's a lot to think about in those moments. Um, but I, I'm just saying, man, I don't know how many times that can, that can happen. And then you get to the postseason, and you think three times in a row. We'll see. We'll see. Couple more, huh? If this, if this, there we go. Tricks drop two. Super chat. Can you hear voices in your head? I hear voices in my head. Some talk to me, some others. He's back. He's back. The legend killer came back, which we all thought, you know, if we're going into a little wrestling here. We all thought he'd be back for Survivor War Games. But peep the little nuance, though, in the announcement. Go take a look at Jay Uso's reaction when, when uh, Cody Rhodes announces that it's going to be the legend killer coming back, Randy Orton. He like, all right, because he remember what the bloodline did to him, took him out. So, I like the storytelling they're doing. I like the storytelling. Uh, shouts out to LB. Super chat. He dropped five. He said, "Great show, Sky. Got to get to talk with y'all. Smart. Got to get to talk with y'all. Smart tables. Yeah, man, we got a lot of smart fans, man. A lot of smart fans." <laughs> Uh, my wife doesn't think I can sing, though. I'll be trying. She actually hates when I serenade. But I'm a goofball. Y'all know that. All right. I think that's it. One more refresh. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. We good to go. Hey, hey Posey. You, you laughing at that old happy day and sister act. But tell me if I'm lying. I don't care if you think you can sing. I don't care if you think you got the worst voice in the world. When that scene comes on, you automatically transfer into that dude's body. And you just, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. <laughs> you just go, Wait, man, let me let me stop because I'm, I don't want y'all to hear my voice. I don't want y'all to get chills or whatnot. I mean, I'm going to chill. I'm going to just go ahead and chill. You know who can sing, though, low-key? Law can sing. Law got that church voice, that down south church voice. Y'all know what I'm talking about, though, in that scene. Then 10 years later, what would you do if you were Sam? <laughs> that was a banger, though. Crying on a bedroom floor because it's cold. All right, I quit. Hit the like button on the way out. No Vot show later. Mo will be on, though. Mo will be on. Uh, 
I almost thought about actually dropping a film session on the on the Washington football people. We're gonna do that tomorrow. Yeah. Ten years later, City High. One hit wonder type dip, but it is what it is. Let me get up out of here, man. Anything else y'all got? <laughs> My wife said I dislike this live. Why is it why is it always your partner that's the biggest hater? Press the damn button before I get in trouble. Let me shut up. Nah, not that one. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. This is this true, but that was his biggest hit, Swain. Their biggest hit. Of course, Guru. That's a good one. Yeah, we we actually cooking. We cooking. We doing something different, brother L, this for the for the holiday season. I see y'all tomorrow. It's the last one. We out of here. Peace. Love y'all. Shout out to my guy Lennox in the building. Hook Mammoth is absolutely insane. You ain't far off, though.